Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good morning, Erica. Good morning, Sam. It's been so long since I've spoken to you. I know, it seems like it, doesn't it? It really does. And I've just looked through my diary and it's been five weeks. So that is why it feels like so long. We're recording exceptionally late. <laughs> we are, aren't we? Yeah. I can't believe yeah. it's been five weeks. What's been going on? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I know, five weeks worth of stuff. And I know what you're like, Erica. <laughs> I know, I know. I've edited. Feet up. <laughs> I've edited. So I did my second drip cake. Um, I think I sent oh, you a picture yeah. of that. That was using yeah. up the other half of the rose gold drip. That went quite well. It was a chocolate cake with hazelnut flavour. Oh, that's something. So it was meant to have hazelnut flavour buttercream. And I couldn't find any hazelnut flavouring. So yeah. I used Nutella in the end. Thought I wouldn't need to use much because I thought Nutella tasted strong. But actually when it's mixed into buttercream, it doesn't taste very strong at all. It tastes incredibly mild. So I used an entire jar of Nutella in this buttercream. Oh my goodness. And then discovered that it wouldn't set because it had so much Nutella in it. (laughs) (laughs) But it tasted great. (laughs) It tasted really nice, but it kind of changed my um, decoration technique because obviously I then couldn't really touch it that much. So it was was sort of Ferrero Rocher decoration. So it wasn't overly elaborate anyway, but she was quite happy with it. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. We had our first branch meeting, which was nice. Our, our sugar craft group yeah so that was nice yeah. to see everyone and you know get to do stuff we did some gelatin flowers as a workshop which oh, is nice, nice to go and do stuff again do you know what I mean yes with other people but yes. I enjoy that um and I had my first demo as well excellent so I went to Romford and I did my craft techniques for cakes one which is like the stamping and painting yeah. um, they were lovely never been to them before and I met a listener no way. I met so yeah. I'm we really have one. sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I don't remember her name. Um, but hi, because I'm sure you are listening. Um, but yeah, she was like, Oh, it's nice to put a face to a name. I was like, Oh, <laughs> did you go up to her and shake her hand and say, You're very welcome? Stay. <laughs> she was lovely. She was very lovely and explained to all the others how to listen. So, yeah, there are people out there that we don't know who are listening. Woo-hoo. I made a cake for my niece's birthday. So she wanted a Korean minimalist style cake, which I had to Google. I'm guessing she's seen it on TikTok because she's 15 and where else do you find stuff when you're that age? True. True. (laughs) Has to be. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they're an interesting thing. I kind of like them. They're mostly really tiny. So a lot of them come in... Like burger boxes, you know, like takeaway type McDonald's burger size boxes. So a lot of them are really tiny, but I did her a bigger one. And they're very plain buttercream cakes. So they'll either have like a few colors sort of smudged on them or like a very, very simple, um, not even ombre, just like a very simple color palette, a very simple paired back cake with usually some kind of inscription piped on it in fancy writing with a overpiped in a different color. Okay. So I did, she wanted a heart shape. So I just 
I didn't have a heart tin. I thought I did, but I've obviously got rid of it because I got rid of loads of my shaped tins because I never used them. So <laughs> I baked a square and then turned yeah. it so the point was facing me and then carved the top out to make a heart. I uh, covered it in, she wanted red and pink and white, and but then by the time I'd sort of gone over it with a scraper, it all sort of mixed together into just looking like pink and white, but that was fine. And piped the little inscription on the top. Very nice. Mm. Yes, I think you sent me a picture of it. Yeah, I kind of like it, you know. It was nice and quick, something really different as well. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to do different, isn't it? Yeah, and I also enjoyed looking at all the different ones online, so that was quite quite enjoyable. Um, Excellent. Also did a couple of biscuits to go with it because I still have biscuits in the freezer from the class, so I thought I'd defrost a couple of them and have a little practice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I defrosted the, what's it called, the royal icing that I'd made for the class as well. Okay, yeah. Because they said you could freeze it, so I did. That defrosted okay, but obviously the consistency wasn't what it was. And you kind of had to cut the hole a little bit bigger on the bag than it previously was to obviously get rid of any crusty bits around the edge. Yeah. So it was not quite what I would want to use I think I would probably not do that again in future I'd use it for flooding definitely but not so much for detail okay but um they came out a little bit lumpy because I think the icing wasn't quite at the consistency that I needed it to be but it worked fine and they tasted fine so cool that worked all right yeah um what else have I done I had my third booster jab yesterday my covid one yeah yeah, and I did a week-long aerial class the week before called Aerial Staycation. At, oh, um, I did Fantastic. see that online. Yeah, that was fun. Tried all sorts of different things. There's a little performance at the end, which I wasn't too Did you stay away? Or... No, it was in Peckham, so you just kind right. of went every day. Okay. But it was from nine, half nine till five every day. <gasps> They're long days. Mm, I mean, it was sort of an hour and a half morning, hour and a half evening of aerial and then yeah. other bits in between so we did like aerial yoga we did bungee ask a stupid question yeah <laughs> i'll ask it anyway so when you say aerial is this hanging from the hoop yeah so hoop trapeze ropes and silks oh was wow. like the main things silks i'm horrendous at just can't grip them rope yeah. i enjoyed but i'm not very good at Hoop and trapeze are like, we did Spanish web, which was quite cool. I'll have to post a video of that. It's a little yeah. bit terrifying, um, which is basically like a rope you climb up, and put your hand in a ham loop, and then someone at the bottom kind of whips you around as if they're like a cowboy going, yeah, oh <laughs> and spins you. And it feels like you're going so fast for so long. I looked at the video. I was like, this is like 10 seconds, if that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It felt like You must so have long. a lot of stamina to keep that up for my Five hands, days. my hands hurt so much. Honestly, that was what was the biggest problem was my hands hurting oh, more so gosh. than anything else. But it was good yeah. fun. It was really good fun. They were a lovely group, so I really enjoyed it. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, what have you done? Oh, <laughs> you finished, Erica? I finished. I've been very concise. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> you were, weren't you? <laughs> um, what have I done? So since since I've uh, spoken to you last. I have been manically making flowers for two wedding cakes that went out last weekend. Um, So I drove to Maidstone on Saturday morning. So the drive to Maidstone, very easy for me uh, from where I am. But the cake had quite a lot of work I had to do to it because it had um, a Z bar, which is... Oh, uh, yes. 
Yes, where it, it sits on top of your tier and then you have a bar that goes up through the centre, which you invariably cover, usually with flowers, but it could be anything. Um, and then the base of the top of it, you put your top tier cake. Uh, so it makes it look like the top ones, like it's floating. And so the first challenge was how to travel the Z bar because I obviously wanted to put the flowers on it before mm. I got there. Um, so I had to, <laughs> I got two dummy cakes. So I, I attached the the bar, I royal iced it to the two to support it so it could stand. Because if it rolled or fell, that's the end of your flowers. Yeah. Um, so I put two dummy cakes and uh, actually trying to attach the flowers to the bar was quite Can a challenge. Can I give you an but- idea, sorry, just for the transportation, which I've seen someone else do for other stuff, which I think works really well. If you've got your yeah. two dummies, instead of royal icing it, if you use skewers and just put them round the edge and make like a little cage, okay. it kind of keeps it in place. So like you break, you, you could even use cocktail sticks. They don't need to be particularly long. Just push them. So you stab them into the dummy, Stab them into do you? the dummy on the edge of the stand. Okay. And it kind of creates a little cage so it can't wobble around. Oh, okay. So your, so your dummy, your, your bottom dummy is larger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I had, so I had flowers that were overhanging. Yeah, but you could do that because you don't, it's only overhanging in one place, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I just realized it. <laughs> to to a, it was a smaller one. I didn't. Okay. I had to look around to see what dummies I had <laughs> on first. So I, I put one at the top as well because the flowers were going up. Yeah. So I just wanted that support, um, which was fine because I just you know I just used my palette knife when I got to mm. the venue and transferred it over. I actually I did get a little tip from my friend Kate who said she cable tied the wires to the bar. Ah. which actually worked a treat because especially when you get to the top so the bottom's not so bad so if you start from the bottom and work up yeah obviously resting on the ones below but when you get to the top and you're coming over the top um that wasn't easy because obviously the weight of the flowers they just want to fall down so yeah um so yeah so I did a little trip to uh B&Q to go and get some <laughs> cable ties <laughs> and they worked wonders excellent um that was the more challenging in construction but then mm. the afternoon I had a terrifying journey and I don't drive to London can I just say you know I'll go no I'll one go drives to London. London no one in their right no. mind drives no, to London thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thanks Erica <laughs> <laughs> not unless it can be avoided yeah well I made my daughter come with me to both of them Aww. and uh, and she was she was doing the navigating I kind of oh, knew God. my way. I, I could get myself up the old Kent Road. Yeah. And um, But then beyond then, and the difficult part was uh, there was lots of one-way streets. Uh-huh. So you're constantly kind of going around in circles because the sat-nav wanted to take me down some of the one-way streets. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. So I finally found the, it was the Hilton bank side. Oh. Um, I had to run in and ask them how to find the service entrance. <laughs> which was tucked around the back it was a nightmare um and there was already vans in there i had to wait till they came out they were delivering a bar honestly it of was <laughs> yeah deliver your own bar it was very rude they didn't give me any of the contents from the bar but um <laughs> but you were driving so it's understandable <laughs> yeah that's true yeah i could have had it for later you know i wouldn't have true, minded true. <laughs> 
I needed it when I got back home. So, you know, up and down in the service lift, <laughs> carrying all these bits. And then I got down there and the dance floor had still not been put down. Mm. So it was a big Indian wedding bash and they were putting this dance floor down and the guys had been let down by somebody and Aww. everyone was traveling from all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so we sat and watched them for an hour and a half. And then um, it kind of got to the point where I was like, I really do need to go now. So they put the tape, they were still laying the floor. But I could put the table, um, they put the table up because they like uh, like this acrylic kind of table. I saw that picture. I really like that. Yeah, it looks really nice, doesn't it? Um, And it took me about 30 seconds to put the cake up. (laughs) You're like, I'm off now, bye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But the the bride and groom was supposed to be turning up at, five o'clock in the afternoon mm. and I was stacking the cake at 4 40 yeah and they were still putting the dance floor down but oh, yeah they got they got a message to say that the bride and groom were going to be late so they had an oh. extra hour to work God. on it which they were very thankful for but um, I do think by... big hotels like that they do work very lastminute.com because a lot of their arrangements are done last minute yeah well they these had they had a wedding planner guy Mm. who was arranging all the timings and stuff but he this is this is another thing to take note of if you're going through another um like a third party yeah he was working with the hotel now apparently the hotel decided that they want copies of everybody's insurance and yeah. your hygiene uh, rating um and your link, links to the council and everything he sent me that or he told me that on the Thursday or the Friday the wedding Mm. was Sunday and I had been trying to contact him for at least three weeks with no response and so the time when you're actually working on the cake and doing all the stuff so you're Mm. you know you're up to your neck in it and then they go can I have a copy of your insurance and can I have a copy of this and that (laughs) I wasn't impressed was not impressed it's always worth having all that ready to go just in case isn't it Do you know what yeah I mean? well fortunately I did have um my insurance and stuff already on the computer mm. because the other thing that I've been doing is I've started teaching oh on Monday evenings so I have a lovely class of 11 um wow. at local school and I haven't had all 11 actually attend together yet. Okay. <laughs> there's, always, there's always someone away or something's yeah. happened, but it's been really, really lovely. Um, and I had to send the insurance off to the school. So uh, so that was why that was already on the computer. But yeah, kind of, you know, I would always now take a photo of my insurance or scan it and just have a copy on the computer. Yeah. Because it makes it a whole lot easier when you need to send it off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I will be actually on week four coming up of my class. It's just a, it's a very, it's a basic modelling class. Hmm. Had one Monday where the school cancelled because they had no caretakers to lock up. Oh, no. Um, yeah, which bit, you know, a bit frustrating. Spent, it took me two hours to ring around everybody to make sure oh, that they knew not to turn up. Yes. So we're doing that in half term. And then hopefully, hopefully I'll um, just carry it on to the next class. Mm. So what else have I been doing? Oh, uh, and I've got Showcase at Hever Castle on Sunday. 
So I'm now running around. I've been baking this week uh, cake samples. Yeah. Um, which I will be all sealing up because, you know, with the whole COVID thing, I don't really want kind of cake hanging around for people to just take. Yeah. And it dries out and it's, uh, so I'm doing a little bag that has got cake samples in. Oh, nice. That they can take and you know that it's not been spat on anyway. <laughs> mm, sounds but good. invariably, that, well, that, that has just meant that I've, I've been out and I've splurged out on some branded clothing and because the only clothing that I had was a tabard that I had in the shop. And, so what clothes uh, have you bought? Oh, I have bought um, a polo shirt that I'm going to wear for um, my classes now. Okay. And I have bought, I've bought a hoodie because I thought, well, every time I turn up to places and you know you're cold, I thought, do you know yeah. what, I'm just going to do it. If I'm going to splurge out, I'll just do it. And um, and I've bought, I've bought a shirt as well. So I can look reasonably Ooh. smart on Sunday with a nice black pair of trousers. So it's not, it's not quite a sort of cake innovations themed brownies uniform <laughs> no. Whole thing. <laughs> no i have no it's all black okay <laughs> with the logo put on it <laughs> i could go brownies that would just look really odd wouldn't it <laughs> trip down memory lane <laughs> um so yeah and i'm waiting i'm hoping that a banner is going to arrive today okay uh, so a pop-up banner nice um, because all these things that I've never really had to do before. Yeah. Um, and then, like you, we also had our branch meeting, ah. our first branch meeting, where we didn't we didn't do anything but uh, have a chat. Okay. Which was which was really nice because we thought we needed to chat because we've not seen each other for ages. Yeah. But on the flip side, you know, we thought it, it's it's a bit rude for us to talk all the way through a demo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so nice. Aww. So nice to see people again. Um, and we, yeah, we do, we're looking forward to our first demo. Good, good. And, and that's, I think that's probably about it, really. Lovely. Five weeks and 20 minutes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, on to a massive long list of new things then. <laughs> yeah, which we'll, which we'll rattle through. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Okay, go on then. Do you want to do you want to start? And I'll chip in because I think a lot of the things that you found, um, I've also found. So okay, let's go start for with it. the order that I've got the tabs open on my iPad. So <laughs> we've got <laughs> Yenna's Pastelard Powder Mix. Yes, this is four hundred and fifty grams. Uh, the RRP is thirteen pounds ninety nine, and it. Says 100% rigid after drying, which you type as, as it's past the large. Yes. Um, merge parts seamlessly with minimal water, smooth consistency after kneading, humidity resistant, holds its shape instantly with minimal sagging, uh, no cracks or tears, and no shrinkage. Paintable mm-hmm. service, 100% edible like candy. And for the 450 gram bowl, you add 60 grams of water. Which yeah. feels a weird way to measure water in weight, but there you go. Um, oh, I don't know. I always do that. Do you not do volume? Well, grams and milliliters are very, very similar. Oh, okay. So I always just sling my jug onto the okay, scales. Okay, on scales and do it that way. And then just pour it, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. 
So yeah, that's a new one. Um, that comes in a little resealable pouch. Yeah, We've... and he does he does some really good um, YouTube things with pastelage as well. Okay, okay, I'll have to check him out. So so yeah, he's worth he's worth actually checking out. Um, last month these came out and we didn't we forgot to mention them even though they were on the list. So Molly Robbins has got a set of airbrush colors out. There are. 17 colours in total. They're alcohol-based and they're 100 mil each. The RRP is £8.35 per colour or you can buy the whole set with 16 colours from the Kate Decorating Company. It's £121.99. Completely edible, pigment-rich, alcohol-based, quick-drying, easy blending and you can build them up. It allows you to layer them. Use sparingly a little goes a long way. I feel that's very on-brand for her because a lot of her cakes are airbrushed so I feel that's... Uh, yeah. A good fit for yep. the brand. Yeah, definitely. And I do like an alcohol-based airbrush colour because it just dries so much quicker. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so much quicker. Um, we've got Squire's Kitchens. They've brought out... We had the Neons range before. We've now got pastels with a Z on the end. And there's paste yes. and dust colours. So there are eight colours. I quite like these, actually. Yeah, there's eight colours in the set. Is cream, lilac pink, blue, aqua, green, lemon, peach. Mm-hmm. And Squires are really good at like getting their colours to match across different products. So yeah. obviously these are colours, so the more you add, the darker it's going to be. So they're not going to be an exact match in that sense, but they will always be the same tone, I found, yeah. from stuff I've bought before. Like they'll have a sugar paste, they'll have a gel colour, yeah. they'll have a dust, they'll have a paint, and they will all and they'll have a royal icing mix and they'll all tone perfectly. Yeah. So I'm, I think that's quite a nice idea. The colours seem quite nice. Yeah. They are, so they, they're two ninety nine, aren't they, for the dusts? Uh, yeah, two ninety nine for the dust, which is six six point five grams, and the paste yeah. colours is twenty grams for two pound thirty five. Yeah. So they're big sizes, very big sizes. Yeah. But that's normal yeah, for not a bad them. price. I no, think. not at all. Um, we've also got. Colour Mill have got a new set of colours out, which is called the Coastal Collection. Now, you can buy them individually or you can buy them together. They're the 20ml sizes and they're meant to be £6.99 each or the set. Um, The Cake Craft Company, you can buy the set of six for £24.99 at the moment instead of £41. And the colours are Olive, Sage, Sea Mist, Bluebell, Midnight and Ocean. And they're all kind of grey-based greens and blues that look like the seaside, basically. Very nice. I yeah, I really like those colours. I think they are very nice indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have got Evil Cake Genius. They've got a new set of stencils by Sylvia Favero. These are cookie stencils. It says seven in one, but they're seven yeah. in one because it's seven different designs on one sheet rather than mm-hmm. each stencil has seven uses as such. So these are $21.56 currently. They're meant to be twenty six ninety five in dollars. And they seem to be mostly nature-based. Yeah. I don't know. There's Rome, there's nature, there's diamonds. Yeah, okay. there's quite a lot of animal and pattern-based things. They're nice and varied. Um, but mm. they are just cookie sized, so they're quite small, and they come yeah. in one sheet that you sort of break down into seven pieces, and that's your seven in one, which I think is quite a nice way to do it, rather than have lots of packaging and package all the seven individually. Yeah, I think yeah, that's they, probably... actually, they do look quite nice actually. Mm, Not that I do. do cookies very often, but no, I don't think I would stencil cookies, but I think they look quite nice. Mm. 
what else have we got? Cake Duchess has brought out colours in her 250 gram modelling paste. I know lots of people rave about Cake Duchess modelling paste. I love Cake Duchess, her modelling paste. I think it's brilliant. Really, really good. Um, So there are 10 colours, one of which is white. So nine colours. Yep. And one's black, so eight. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but you know what I mean. There's there's ten in the range. One of them's black, one of them's white, so there's eight colour colours. Yep. Um, I love her modelling paste. It is my favourite. These are okay. RRP399. Yeah. And they're 250 grams. You can also buy the white in a kilogram packet if you want to. They're quite nice and vibrant, actually, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. And I think they're the kind of colours that you'd use a lot, so... They're vibrant, but they're quite natural. So a lot of her models are animals, aren't they, that she does. So I think they're quite good for sort of animal-type colours. They've got that good tone to them. Um, What else is on my list? Oh, Karen Portaleo at Cake International, which is next weekend? Weekend after. Is it really? I think it's next weekend. No, it's not. It's November, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm talking rubbish. It's November. <laughs> Don't get us into November yet. <laughs> it, it's it, in November. Is it sixth and seventh? Yeah, is that, that must the weekend. Be it. That's why I'm getting confused because it's the eighth today. It must be oh. soon. Wrong month. Um, <laughs> Don't say that. It means I've missed one of one of my kids' birthdays and <laughs> the one is immediately on top of me. <laughs> well, then maybe we should leave this till next month. Then I'm going to cross that one off the list. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll roll that one forwards um and well yeah obviously cake international is happening at the nec in november it is and they've is released indeed. some new um workshops the other day which i feels very late because they'd already advertised most of them and i think mm. you'd be a bit annoyed if you'd already booked some of them and then these ones came out because i think these are the more high profile ones that you might want to book i feel personally Why would they leave the high profile ones to the I'm later i'm guessing because they're travelling from abroad and it wasn't confirmed that they were going to be coming okay until recently so you've got carla Puy and Sus- well, susan esper's based in the uk isn't she yes she yes she's in scotland yeah, so Suzanne Esper's doing peonies and Carla Puy has got a lovely sculpture, Agatha. Oh, right. I've not seen that. Mm, I got that email yesterday, I think. Sixth. Day before yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I've got emails playing up, so I've, I've no idea. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll have to have a look for that. Yeah. Should we move on to our topic? Should we do that? That's like yes. a good idea. Okay. <laughs> so are we going to talk about sugar paste then? Today? Yes. In a, in a change of programme, we did say last month we were going to be talking about sugar, judging at sugar craft shows, but yes. we've mm. been having trouble trying to um, sync our schedules yeah. and uh, get <laughs> this done. So it's still pending, but we have an interview lined up. We haven't done it yet. So that will be hopefully next month, but it will be at some point in the future. So instead, this month, we're talking sugar pastes. Yes, and our experiences with what we've used. Yeah. Which could be quite interesting, really, because, I mean, I've used I've used a lot over quite a few years. Yeah. And I think that recipes have changed as well. Definitely. So that there's some pastes that, for example, I think we were talking about, we've both used M&B. Yeah. Um, 
And I used it when I very first started out. And it was largely because a friend used it. Okay. And uh, I really liked it as a paste. And then I had a batch that just kept tearing. Oh. And sadly, the uh, company that I bought it from didn't want to know, was was very much very dismissive Hmm. of the fact that, well, you don't know what you're talking about, which I found really insulting, to be honest. Um, That's a shame. Yeah, it was. And and then that kind of put me off Mm. of M&B for a while. Um, But every now and again, I do dip into it. Yeah. Um, But what's your experiences with M&B? I love M&B for their black and their red. So if I'm using black and red, they're the only ones I will use. And I always have some of their black in stock because I hate the taste of it. I think it tastes revolting. I think it smells weird. But for black and red, it's fantastic because the colours are so solid and it's completely colour fast. Like you'll have nothing on your hands until it gets wet. So unless you add water to it, you don't get any kind of colour residue on anything, any tools, on your hands, on your work surface. And you can roll it so thin that you need the tiniest amount. Like if I was going to, I wouldn't cover a cake with it, I don't think. But if I was, I would back it with um, some white sugar paste and a different brand. So you can really roll out a really thin layer. But it's very kind of gummy. It's almost like a modelling paste. You can roll it, I'd say, almost flour paste thin. And you can still... Like it could be less than a millimetre and you could put your hand underneath it and poke your fingers up and they wouldn't go through it. Okay. It's so very strong. Is is it really hard to get going? No, not at all. It's soft. That, okay. It's, it's been, really it's been easy to work with. This. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very easy to work with. I don't cover cakes with it. I use it for um, not quite modelling, but for like, yeah. you know, bits of models and like bits of detail or silhouette, that sort of thing. And okay. you don't even really need to wrap it up very well because it doesn't crust and go hard, crusty. It kind of gets a skin. Yeah. And then you can knead that in and there won't be any lumps. Okay. So it, it's really easy to work with. That's why I really like it. And it's the black and the reds that I would always yeah. have because they're such good colours and they're so strong and they're so easy to work with. Okay. So what else what else have you used? What have you used recently? Well, shall we go back a little bit um, okay. and start by saying that what works for me won't necessarily work for you because there's a different, lots of different things in play, isn't there? Oh, for sure. Your hands is one thing. The country you live in, like the atmosphere, what's it like? So we're both in the UK. It's yeah. a very humid climate. Yeah. Um, it's either very rainy and damp or when it's hot, it's humid. It's yeah. like a very close heat. So that obviously affects how pastes work. My house isn't particularly damp, but it's certainly not a dry house. I would say it's kind of average. What What is yours? Yeah. Um, I would say that mine is, again, I think it's quite a dry house, um, but I do tend to find that it can get a bit, it, it can get a bit humid, especially in the summer. Yeah. Um, and I get a lot of heat coming through my windows, which does affect the temperature that I'm working under. Yeah. And houses in um, the UK are built to retain heat, not keep yeah. it out. So when the and heat also, gets in, it stays. Yeah. And my my hands are very hot. 
I have um, I've been the one that has to go around needing everybody's paste at my class because no one can get it working. So I think our hands are very different. My hands are yeah. generally cold and they're exceptionally dry. So they're not yeah. like dry as in dry skin cracked. They're yeah. like I thought about this and I'm going to liken it to the sportswear that wicks wicks sweat away from the surface. <laughs> my hands wick moisture away from the surface. Like the inside of the, my hand is not dry, but the surface is very dry and will soak up everything and will keep soaking up everything. Yeah. So there's a lot of pastes that I just can't work with yeah, because they just dry out. So we have very, you very different that, hands. You had that, didn't you, before? Mm. Yeah, it's why I can't use Saracino. I just can't blend it. No matter what, I I can moisturise my hands with Trex beforehand, give it five minutes, it's as if I haven't done it. Wow. It just soak up everything. Yeah. So what what works for you won't necessarily work for me. No. No everybody's and that's and that's the difficulty because when people start out they go oh I don't like that pace but it's not a matter of you just need to keep trying different pastes to find the one that works for you yeah and I think it would be really useful if manufacturers could actually put that information on their packaging I mean I know Mass yeah. has started to do it because they have their their tropic one don't they yeah which yeah. is for humid climates but it'd be really useful if they could say this works best under these circumstances, if you've got yeah. a hot hand, if you live in a, a dry climate or a hot climate, or, you know, this is a really yeah. good summer paste. This is a really good winter paste. Yeah. That sort of thing. So for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, for, for a long, long time, uh, Renshaw's extra was my go-to. Absolutely. I love Renshaw's extra. See, I've only um, used that once. Have you? Mm. That that was what I used to use all the time um, in the shop. So initially, um, and and the reason we changed was because we couldn't get hold of um, Baco's cover paste. Oh, okay. And cover paste, oh, I really enjoyed working with cover paste until I found other pastes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, see, I'm kind yeah, of the same with cover paste. So I loved it until maybe yeah. about four or five years ago when couture and the sugar paste and all that sort of stuff coming started coming out but it's still my go-to for a cheap cake because it covers well enough and I think it tastes really nice it's it's a very not too sweet not too sickly nice I'll always get people comment on the paste when I use cover paste yeah and say oh that icing tastes really nice it's not too much Mm. yeah which I think you know what people expect um yes. Renshaw's Extra I've tried it I did quite like it but I think it's probably quite expensive for what you get and I also felt it was a bit too overpackaged because you've oh, got right. you've got the inside um oh yeah plastic with a cardboard box over the top it's like we well, don't really need both of these things do you you could have one yeah. or the see other. I, I buy in bulk so I it's it's always packed in the in the blue Kind oh, of packaging okay. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, I, I'd always get it in like five kilo blocks. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I know what you mean by the one kilo blocks where they. Yeah, um, I don't just feel that's probably it. adding to the price. Like, I just don't yes. really see the point of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I did. I thought it was all right, but yeah. I didn't think it was anything special compared to what was out there. So I would use Rentals Extra. It's a lot more solid and yes professional paste feeling than Renshaw's I'm not a big fan of Renshaw's normal even though their color range is fantastic no well I find I find that well Renshaw's have a lot 
of different pastes. Yeah. Um, so they had, so we used to stock uh, their cover paste, which was the, I, I'm kind of likening it to the supermarket equivalent. It was yeah. very, very soft. I couldn't get on with it because my hands are too warm. Um, but it, it was what our customers wanted to pay for. Okay. See, I can't um, get on with Renshaw's because my hands are too dry. <laughs> and where it's very soft, it's soft. Yeah. It gets soft and dry, if that makes yeah. any sense. So you then, like, you have these cracks that out. just won't go, and it yeah. doesn't need, but it dents and it damages. So it yeah. just doesn't work yeah. for me. And then they did have a professional paste as well, and I don't know whether yeah. they're still doing the professional paste, which was a bit firmer than the cover paste. Yeah, um, uh, but it wasn't as firm as extra. So I, I find sometimes it gets too confusing. There's too many pastes. Yeah, too many <laughs> options from the same brand. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. do I do have to say for Renshaw's, they're normal. I say normal, you know the one I mean, the regular one. Yeah. Um, it's very good for like carved shapes because it is yeah. so soft. You can get in all the gaps. And if you're modeling, yeah. as long as you're doing some modeling that doesn't need to have any weight to support it, it's actually excellent for modeling because it's so soft. Yeah. You can kind of make it do exactly what you want and you can heal the any damage like just by yeah. rubbing it quite easily what i did like was um their colors that they've got i quite yeah. like their colors yeah and they started to bring them all out in the extra oh okay so there are some there's not all of them um and oh, i do good. much prefer working with those than i do the normal ones um, yeah but you know Beggars can't be choosers sometimes. No, no. <laughs> Work with what you've got. Exactly. And then there was, so ones that I've worked with recently are, I forgot actually, I tried Satinara. Okay. Which was the I'm, coal pit new paste. So I'm trying that at the minute because I bought that last time I had to do a cake and I'll be Okay, using it again so it'll be in, interesting to see in what in you think so. about it. I tried it, I tried it in like January time. Yeah. And I really, really liked it. Um, and it covered nicely. Okay. And then I went back to it to use in the summer and I hated it. So to me, it, it seems to work in a cooler environment. So I would um, agree with, with that hands. completely. Yeah. So I tried it in the summer. I think I bought it in August and it was like yeah. trying to work with a liquid almost. Yes. It just yes. I just couldn't control it. It no. was too, too soft, but it didn't feel overly soft when I needed it it felt a little mm. bit softer than normal but when I tried to like move it it just yeah. was having none of it yeah um I have since used some of it I had to cover a dummy for a demo and yeah. I used it for that and it was a lot cooler like I'd say the first time I used it it was probably like 33 degrees yeah. um the second time I used it it was probably like nearer 20 21 mm. And it was a yeah. lot more manageable. I was like, oh, actually, yeah. this isn't bad. So I think I would agree with you that it's probably quite yeah. a nice winter pace for when it gets down to like yeah. closer to zero degrees. <laughs> yeah. It's it's one that you can actually need without breaking your wrists. Mm, definitely. And I quite liked I quite liked the colour of their ivory as well. Okay. It was quite a nice colour. Um and I didn't think it tasted too bad. No, it tastes all right. And I think yeah. price wise it's okay as well. It's it's pretty average price wise. Yes. Yeah. Um, the interesting one that I that I've tried recently, and this I used on the wedding cake last weekend, yeah, uh, was the sugar paste. 
Um, and I used that specifically because it was not free. Okay. If, if anyone listened to the last podcast, I think I talked about the um, the allergies that I had to cope with. Yeah. Um, and this one, so this is a really good one if you have any allergen you know problems that you've got to work with mm. uh, it is and I think you've used it before haven't you and you said yeah, it's yeah. like a brick um it well, used to be like I think brick. I think they've reformulated because the no. first ones I brought were very brick like it's still firm yeah. but it's nothing like it was no well this well to me this was still like a brick okay um and it took a good long time for me to get it and considering my hands are warm it took a long time for me to get it going yeah but when I did it covered like a dream yeah, I think it's wonderful to work with. So yes. when I say it was like a brick, I yeah. had to need, this is going back to like when it very first launched and they did reformulate sh- oh, yeah. maybe within the year it launched. So it was very shortly after. Um, yeah. I couldn't need anything bigger than what I could hold in one hand at any time. Yeah. And that's like palm closed. It was the tiniest amount. It was like trying to need flour paste in a yeah. kilogram. It was just, it's not moving. Yes, and I would still say it's still pretty much like that. I had to cut it up into small blocks mm. and need each block individually. Yeah. And then bring it together. Yeah. Um, but it covers beautifully and it covers, yes. not only does it cover tall, like sharp edges, you can get a really yeah. nice finish on it. It also covers carved cakes really well. It yes. really does get in all the gaps and give you a really smooth, yeah. like it'll get in the gap, but it will kind of gloss over all the imperfections. Like yeah. you'll get a really good surface finish, but you'll get the shape that you wanted. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. And it coloured nicely as well. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was really impressed with um, with that. I have to say. Yeah, and I don't I think that one's particularly cheap. I think it's one of the slightly more expensive ones, but it's very often on offer, so you yes. can get it at a better price. And if you go to a show, they'll almost certainly in the yeah. UK at least there'll almost certainly be a stand where they've got some kind of offer where you can walk away with a five kilogram mm. box for about fifteen pound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I really like that. The other paste that has been around for absolutely, well, it seems like ages now, mm. um, that everyone always said, why can't you stock it in the shop? But we could never get a hold of it at a price that we could actually sell it reasonably. Yeah. Um, and I bought it uh, for one of the wedding cakes. Uh, it was Couture. Oh, Okay. Which I know is quite shocking that I've not actually, I'm late to the party, people. <laughs> I love Couture. It's my favourite. Yes, I, I have to confess, I really enjoyed working with Couture as well. I mean, both both Couture and um, the sugar paste, I could roll nice and thin. Mm. found Couture was actually it's really nice to knead initially. It wasn't. Yeah solid yeah i say um, that's the only thing i think that holds the sugar paste back is that it's so hard to knead whereas couture yes. is like easy on the wrists yes yeah yeah tastes nice i actually i've got some i've covered some ivory the ivory is quite a deep ivory color okay uh so a lot of people do mix it 50 50 with white and ivory okay uh, which is what i did with the wedding cake but i have covered um a cake uh, a dummy cake with the ivory and I actually quite like the color because sometimes I find that you can't tell the difference that much between yeah. ivory and white yeah but this I do really really like and yeah. it covered beautifully um yeah it does black as well but I haven't tried it yet 
I can't remember if I've tried black, but the thing I like about Couture is that it only comes in like, well, I've only ever seen it in the two and a half kilogram blue bags. Yes. It's yeah. like you get a decent amount, but also you can, because some of them that come in big bags, they don't really keep very well. Whereas that, as long as you sort of tuck the ends and cling yes. film it and stick it in a box, it'll actually last yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed working with that. So funny, isn't it, how both of us enjoy working with Couture and we have different hands. So it's quite versatile. I think that might be more to do with the paste being quite stable and not being affected by temperature so much. Yeah, could be. And more yeah. so more so the climate, do you know what I mean? Maybe it's yeah. good for the climate we're in. I, I do know. like it. Yeah, I um, do like it. Um, and it's one of the ones that has got a very sort of, if you don't use icing sugar and you've rolled out mm. and you sort of rub your hand across the top, some of them, it's kind of sticky and drags. This, yes. it's like wiping your hand across paper. It feels yeah. very smooth and very, like it's got a surface on it. Yeah. You do feel like you can pick it up and move mm. it and it's not going to tear. Yeah, it it's not delicate, is it? It's quite strong, no, I'd say. No, which is good, really, because mm. I'm quite heavy-handed when it comes to doing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, like a paste that's going to work with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and the other one that I've um, that I've been have been using a bit recently is the Massachino Tropic, as well. Okay. Um, and that again is slightly different i mean it's quite it's quite hard to i bought a bucket of it yeah um so it was quite hard to to chop out and a lot of people mix massa with couture oh okay uh to make massa go a lot further yeah um but again it's another paste that i really enjoy working with and it's good you know when when the weather is hot yeah um and because i've got hot hands as well so yeah you know the whole thing it just it worked it worked a dream for me see i don't feel like i would necessarily need massotropic as much as you would no i feel like i've got slightly less of a requirement for it one because my kitchen's not quite as hot as yours and two my hands yeah. are not as hot as yours yeah um sorry but... Eric, i'm just hot stuff love <laughs> yeah whereas <laughs> i'm just stone cold <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just right, not okay. as hot as you, Sam. So you know, <laughs> deal with it. Didn't want to say anything. <laughs> um, I've tried the only thing I've ever tried of Massa. I bought at Cake International many years ago. We're going back like five, six years, maybe. Cake decorating company used, I think it was them, used to have loads of different stands, and they had one which had all their like out of date, end of line stuff. Yeah, and I bought a packet of black massa for a pound because it was out of date. I was like, oh, "I'll use that on a dummy; it'll be fine." Um, right. And it covered wonderfully. I really liked it. Yeah, really worked nice. You could get a really thin covering, but I'm not sure I would pay full price because I think for what I need, I can get the same for less. Yeah, possibly. I think if it was hotter in this country, yeah, there'd definitely be a need for it. But for how often that we have that hot weather. I don't mm. think it's something that I'd want to use regularly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, which is why a lot of people do mix it to make yeah. it go further. And um, they do, I mean, it did mix nicely. I did mix uh, some of it with um, couture. Okay. And it mixed beautifully. I can't complain. I can't complain any of those that I've yeah. recently used, to be honest. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, is there any other ones that you've used? 
Yeah, so I used quite recently SmartFlex. I had a tiny 250 gram packet. I can't remember if it was free with something or if I bought it. Um, It's got a picture. It's like in a little foil package and it's got a picture of, I think it's a chef and a cake on the front or something like that. Yes. Um, Yes. It was okay. I'm not sure I'd buy it again. And that little packet did go very far. Like it covered a dummy and more. So I could roll it incredibly thin, which was their thing was like, it's very strong and flexible, which I would completely agree with. Mm. Um, I could roll it almost flower paste thin. I think the dummy I covered, I probably rolled it to about a millimeter and covered it. And I didn't, oh, that's my door. Hang on. I didn't panel it. One sec. (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) A parcel with no name on it, but our address. It is for me. (laughs) They've neglected to put my name anywhere on it. Um, (laughs) Right. What was I saying? Um, uh, smart flex smart flex yeah so I covered this dummy it went really far I wasn't overly bothered about the taste it tasted very gummy like right. it tasted like I was eating flour paste almost or modeling paste you know that really sort of I don't know how to describe it it tastes like gum okay like you know when it kind of feels like mm. it's not quite a film but it, you're chewing it and not a lot's happening yeah yeah <laughs> like it's bouncing back almost <laughs> okay so I don't think I would buy it I think it was quite average price. I think it's about 125 for like the 250 gram packet, okay, which is yeah. actually quite expensive if you then times that up to being a kilogram. Yeah. You're looking at about six pounds, which I think you can buy two and a half kilograms and make things much more worthwhile. But that said, it went quite far. I just wasn't overly bothered by it. I wasn't wowed. Yeah. The finish was okay. It wasn't amazing. But I think when I rolled it quite thin, it felt quite see-through. So I think okay. if I was covering an actual cake and not a dummy, I don't feel like it would go as far. Yeah. Because obviously you'd start to see the innards yeah. through it. Well, that's quite that's quite interesting. I have got, or I had, um, the same as you, I had a, a small pack, mm. but I haven't actually used it. Oh, okay. So, it's, I'd, um, I'd use it on a dummy, but it's just yeah. not really big enough to cover a cake, is it? Unless you've got a really tiny no. cake. No, so I think that's the thing, isn't it? You, it would be nice to have. It's not. I know it's not cost effective for businesses, but to be able to try paste, yeah, it's like it's like couture, isn't it? That only comes in the big packs. Yeah, um, well, I feel like that's kind of a missed opportunity. It shows, really, isn't it? Because what I would like is a hands-on area where they have dummies where you can roll out the paste and cover something with it. Yeah, and have like a cake dummy with a sharp edge, and have a I don't know a carved shape of some kind dummy just so you can see how it works yeah and that for me would say that you've got real confidence in your pace and how it works and you're happy for us to try it and yes it will have had loads of hands on it and it won't be the best no one's gonna be no one's one's eating it no one's taking it away like I don't no. really like it when they give you little square samples of the paste like what are you meant to do with it other than eat it you'll give it a squish like oh I never need Mm. that much paste like you, you have no idea do you yeah yeah I totally I totally agree totally agree Maybe it's something that they should think about doing. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they wouldn't because it would be a lot of waste. But I also think yeah. if your pace is good, you'll probably sell more. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. That's that's a freebie from, uh, yeah. from Erica and I. <laughs> <laughs> we want a play area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that idea. <laughs> um, I've also used Baco, which I do not like at all. My local okay. shop stock it. It's very soft. It's not quite Renshaw's soft, but it's it's very close. 
I don't think it tastes particularly nice. It's not particularly nice to work with. It's a bit sticky. So yeah. it will stick, even though my hands are cold and dry, it will stick to my hands where I need unless mm. I have a lot of either Trex or ice and sugar involved. Yeah. So I'm not, Baco is a, oh God, I can't get anything else it will have to do. It, I don't get a good finish okay. with it. I don't enjoy using it. I don't think I've ever used it. You're not missing much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it feels. It feels, I want to say cheap, but I think the word is like a not professional paste. Okay. It's very sort of entry level. Yeah. Aimed at maybe. Um, and the other one that I have tried is Squire's Kitchen, which I used to love when that came out. I think that was the very first paste of yeah. the slightly more professional type that really stepped up the game in terms of finish. Yeah. So that's quite expensive and, again, comes quite elaborate packaging. You've got a bag with a clip inside a box that comes in a little – it's a little square box, like a cube. Oh, blimey. Kilogram size. Um, you can roll it quite thin but not as thin as the others. The only thing I really hate about it is that you can't really knead it or colour it. So oh, it okay. likes to be pretty much taken out of the box, given maybe like two or three presses to knead it and yeah. then rolled. Oh, Okay. If you try and mix colour into it, you'll get elephant skin. If you try and knead it anymore, you'll get tearing and ripping. It just doesn't like being manhandled. So you really mm. just need to like take it out of the box and go, which it does. You can work with it like that. But it's just a very different way of working. Oh, okay. And I think it was okay. the first one to get a really nice, smooth finish. But now there's other pastes that have come out since. I feel like it's not as good as it was. Yeah. Well, or other pastes that are just better. They've yeah. just they've just worked on their stuff. Yeah, but I, I have to that... say their color range is quite good, and it does tone with all of their like their paste yeah. colors, their royal icing mix. So if you're looking for like a single color cake, and you wanted to do, I don't know, some piping on it, and you'd have the piping in exactly the same color as the as the sugar paste in the same color as like some bas relief or something you could do that because it matches across their brand so that's a definite selling point for it yeah yeah well i tell you one of the one of the pastes that we that we haven't mentioned and this kind of ties nicely into um the cake professionals survey oh yes the, the results that have now come out which from the bits that they're kind of releasing to us are really interesting. Yeah, um, so this is the Great British Cake Survey they did, wasn't it, a few months yes. ago? Yeah, and they, I think they got nearly 3,000 cake makers responding. Mm. Yeah, uh, from pretty good. From hobbyists all the way through to professionals. Yeah. And one of the things was they did ask people what uh, go-to paste that they use. Mm. And the, the top three that came out was Massa, was yeah. Couture, and the other was Saracino. Yeah, I've not used that, have you? No, I've not. And yet, it's always the modelling paste that I use. So for me, and I know it's completely different for you because yeah. your hands might not get on with it, but mine actually might get on with it really well. Yeah. So it might be a paste that I try in the future. That's one that comes in a little tub with the lid, isn't it? So I feel like that yes. would also store quite well. Yeah, yeah, it's like massa coming in tubs, and I like, yeah. I do like the idea, and that it probably adds a bit to the cost. Yeah, but if it means it a keeps it clean, yeah, and you know seals it quite nicely, then I I am kind of quite all for that, and I do yeah. tend to try and reuse my tubs. Yeah, 
I, I think I would try and um, get a pack next time or get a tub next time. Yeah, I think I have tried it because it's only ever been an online purchase and I think it's quite an expensive one as they go. Yeah. I've never really seen it be that cheap. But if it rolls quite thin and goes quite far, then I guess it's not as expensive because yeah. you're getting more use out of it, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe maybe people do what they do with Massa and give it a, a mix it with Couture again. Yeah, but then I just feel like actually Couture is good enough by itself. I would just use it Couture. Is. I would is. I would agree with you actually. I wouldn't I don't think I would worry about um Yeah. I don't feel like uh, I need the extra it. expense and the time and the hassle no, of it. No. I mean, if my local shop stocked it, I'd probably pick up a packet out of interest to try. Yeah. Or it might be a show purchase at some point, but yeah. um I'm not I'm not overly bothered about it because I don't get on with their modeling pace. I know I, I know no one else who doesn't get on with their modeling pace, but I just <laughs> cannot use it. You're unique. I, yeah, it just, like, I can make shapes out of it, but I just cannot blend anything. Everyone's like, oh, it's amazing, you can blend all the joins. No, the joins get worse because <laughs> they just move. The more I try and move them, they just get bigger and spread. And it's like what started off as a small dent has ended up as a massive line that now takes up, like, a wiggly edge half the size of what I'm trying to make so yeah it's hopeless for me oh dear Um, (laughs) and I've tried I've also tried I know you can use like coconut oil to Mm. to blend the joints not much better my hands also soak that up so (laughs) (laughs) you're just like a giant sponge I am (laughs) thirsty hands (laughs) (laughs) well I quite um I, I think that the uh, there'll be more stuff that comes out of the um, Cape Professional Survey that could be of interest as well. Yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that because I know that you can you can purchase it. Yeah, there's like a forty six page report you can buy, isn't there? Yes, yes, and it is expensive, but it is based on your honesty and your turnover, and so the more your turnover is, the more you pay. Oh, profit. okay. Um, so they did it. But I mean, I think it kind of starts and I am taking a wild stab in the dark because I want to say £450. Okay. But then to be uh, honest, that's the most comprehensive market research has ever been. So it's the only one, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, hugely valuable to the industry. Yeah. But yeah, I, I haven't got a spare 450 quid though. No. I'm going to try and take pictures of some of these pastes and post them on our Instagram along with our thoughts on or what we like them oh, cool. for. Yeah. yeah. And then people can Excellent. maybe share their Actually, thoughts as well. What one of the things that just to mention that I thought was quite interesting, the cake that I did that had the allergens. Yeah. And the only one that was not made in any factory that handled nuts was the sugar paste. The others are largely made in a factory handled with almonds from marzipan. Yeah. But Massa doesn't tell you what the nuts are in the factory. Ah. So... I reckon um, that's because it's in a different country and those are not the requirements in that country. Yes. So you do have to be really careful um, if you are if you're looking at allergens yeah uh, so so I know that a lot of them it does specify it made in a factory that handles mars uh, handles almonds okay um, and does the marzipan but yeah if you look at ones that are imported from abroad just watch out because it doesn't specify the nuts okay 
So I thought that was interesting. Yes, it was quite interesting because I had to reevaluate what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to know there is a nut-free option because that is yes. a big thing. Yes. And also to mention about Squire's Kitchen, that one, their sugar's also fair trade on that one, which is one of the reasons why it's slightly more expensive. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see the industry kind of look at things like that and look yeah. at the use of palm oil um, yeah. in their products as well. Yeah, I think it's the whole sort of B Corp yes. philosophy, isn't it? That you're Definitely. you're a company that's trying to do good by their employees and by the planet rather than make yeah. as much money as possible in the cheapest possible way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which gives us very limited... Uh, pastes uh, you know that we can actually work with and you feel good about yourself Hmm. do you know what I mean yeah yeah so we are we are largely at the mercy of the big brands and yes it would be nice if they if they looked at some of the uses of things that they do yeah you know look at differences and tell us what they're doing yeah yeah because I think like all these different things they are actually quite important to us but yeah. they're right at the bottom in very small print. It's like, well, actually, yeah. make a big thing of it because everyone yeah. says their paste has got the same qualities, but you're not all using, you know, the same ingredients. You're not getting them from the same place. It's the ethics behind it all, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And they make a point of telling us that we can recycle, you know, the cobble packaging or whatever, but yeah. go back beyond that and go back to your raw ingredients and yeah. actually look to see what is actually going in and where it's yeah. coming from and I what found, differences you can make. I found a palm-free one, which I'd forgotten about because we'd all done these by, by memory, hadn't we? Sugar Paste oh, yes. Direct is palm-free. Oh, is it? And you used to stock that because I've bought that from you before. Yes, yes. I, f- I forgot about that as well. <laughs> <laughs> actually, oh, do you know what? I actually liked working with that. I forgot I'd actually used it. SPD. I think I came to do a class with you and I was like, oh, is that the only paste you got? And you're like, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll have some of that then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. SPD yes. is palm free. So there you go. If you want a palm oil free paste, sugar yeah. paste And it wasn't a bad paste one. to work with. No. To be fair, it was, no. it was quite good. So hmm. yeah, but it's, but that's not right, is it? That we only have one. No. One no. that's, one that's uh, palm free and one that's not free. Yeah, and one that's fair trade. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. poor show pretty, out of... Yeah, it is. Yeah, we need more. Yeah. Well, not necessarily more. We we, we want a re- reformulation, maybe, rather yeah. than an extra, well, we want another name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We want options, and we want to know that they're looking into making changes. Yeah, definitely. For the future. Yeah. Because it's a big thing now. It's all hmm. over the TV. Why? Why is this industry not leading the way yeah we could be more right i'll get off my pedestal now okay okay (laughs) shall we move on to our ones to watch shall we yeah (laughs) go on then do you want to do yours okay i have got good gosh ganache so this is all one word g-o-o-d-g-o-s-h-g-a-n-a-c-h-e and this is Jennifer Reese, and she's based in Perland in Texas. I hope I'm saying that right. Perland. I know you I'm haven't got Texas. no worries. I know I'm saying Texas one, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Perland, I'm not sure. Um, 
Yeah, so she is a cake artist who also teaches online for Avalon Yarns Cake School, Avalon's Cake School. And I really like how bright and colourful her cakes are. Um, Mm. They're mostly tiered or tall and they're very modern, um, almost cartoony, but that's not the right word. Like very modern pop arty almost. I'm not explaining it very well. But I really oh, like I think her style. Just need to go and look. <laughs> yeah, you need to go and look. She does a lot of um, cakes with faces or pe- or characters that are painted or that are flat, and she's just got a brilliant eye for putting things together. Honestly, does a lot of tiered cakes with lots of tiers that look fantastic, and there's a lot going on, and yeah. they're not too busy. They're just mm. really well balanced, and there's loads to keep you know keep you looking at and finding out more things, but mm-hmm. it's not too overwhelming. Yeah. Do you know what? You were saying about the characters, but I found a lovely pink one. And I'm assuming because she's in Texas, then different different kind of colour rules apply. Yeah. Um, But she's got a beautiful, quite vivid pink cake where she's done um, flowers. And they look like they're cut out of paste and then layered up on top of each other and then um, detailed out in gold. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Really beautiful. She's got lots of very clean lines. So if you like that, they're not overly pretty, but they are very attractive. So they're not mm. fussy and floral. They're very sort of modern in that sense. But I just love how she puts things together and her use of colour. They're always bright and bold and not yes. apologetic. And these are yeah. very much like centerpieces. If you had a party, it wouldn't be a small thing. It'd be like, this is the main, yeah. the main event, you know? Beautiful. Yeah, really, really love that. So Jennifer Reese, good gosh ganache. Um, she's also been one of Cake Masters' top 10 artists of 2020. That really doesn't quite exciting. Me. No, but yeah, she's got a fantastic eye. She's also done some very interesting um, light-up stuff. So if yeah. you scroll down, there's a light-up llama and a light-up Christmas tree. I mean, it's quite far down her page, but there's all sorts of interesting things. And the other thing, which I know we looked at last time, which we really liked, was her use of the plastic cutout things. Like, yes, almost this plastic stuff you'd get on toppers, but they're not toppers because they haven't got a stick on them. They're just bits that stick on the side or the front of a cake or on the board. Mm. And she's got a really lovely way of using them as well. Yeah, beautiful. Yes. So go check her out. Good gosh, ganache. I am following now. Fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so my one to watch you know you know how much i like choosing people that i can't pronounce um is carlita pasta which is k-a-l-i-t-e-p-a-s-t-a and this is a lady called olga canaz and i really apologize if i've pronounced that incorrectly <laughs> we've we've tried do a bit of a google (laughs) didn't we on how to pronounce her name um and she's from istanbul in turkey and she came i don't even know how i found her um it just popped up and it was it was the models that she'd been doing so she's got this ballerina and it almost looks like um one of those models you know the art models that you yes can for maneuver like get, for getting into all proportions right and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you get, so you get like where the joints are and stuff. Yeah, and it just, I just found it different and something that it just caught my eye. 
And she mm. has a whole range of kind of figures that she's done like this. Um, like there's a bear and I think it's, is it a fox? It's got a patch over its eye. Yeah, and I say fox. Duck. Yeah, and, and then a rabbit. Yeah. Um, They're really and a I bit just, creepy almost, aren't they? They but, are. They, yeah. You could imagine them like in a... Do you know, it reminds me of, um, I don't know if you've seen Toy Story, but there's a point at which like the toys kind of come to life in a scary kind of way. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. It reminds me a bit like that. Yeah. Uh, but then as you scroll down, um, she's got other kind of models which are really pretty. Yeah. So she's got quite a range, but a really lovely eye for colour, mm. um, for shading. And, you know, layering up different colours as yeah, well. Yeah, everything's got a very delicate, pretty look to it, hasn't it? Even though, yes. even the stuff that's not pretty subject matter. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's the colours that she uses. Mm. Yes, and I like the way she does um, her faces on figures mm. as well. And even as you scroll down, oh, she's got a dinosaur as well. Yeah, that's the truly, Jurassic Park ones. <laughs> it is. I, that's actually oh, Indora Raptor, apparently. I have no idea. <laughs> I, obviously, I know my dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. She, I just love her figures, and um, they're just slightly different to what mm. you would ordinarily see. I think it's all the shading. It really does make a difference, doesn't it? It does. It does. Um, yeah, she's done the the dinosaur in a couple of different colours, and they're completely different. Um, I'm just trying to see what else she's got down here. <gasps> she's got Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Well, before I get carried away and just keep watching all of her stuff, <laughs> <laughs> I I would say go and check, go and check out uh, Kaliti Pasta. So yeah, K A L I T E P A S T A, and um, and I think it's wonderful. Yes. I really do. I do oh. as well. So thank you everyone for uh, listening again this month. Um, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review anywhere. We'll link the things we've mentioned in the show notes below and you can follow us on Instagram at the Sugar Craft Junkies where we'll be posting pictures of things we've done, stuff we talked about this episode. And we'll be back on the 10th of November with another episode. So we'll speak to you then. Bye. 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 Bye.